Okay, so the intro to our podcast has audio issues, and Chuck and I literally sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's so funny, but it's not working. We cannot fix it. It is what it is. I did have to delete it. Sorry about that. Intro's gone. So basically, you're going to start hearing where Quinn was starting to wake up, and she went back to sleep, and then we are going to go into our topics for the podcast. And apparently, the podcast echoes throughout the episode. So I'm sorry about that. Um, Bear with us. We were very tired tonight, but we got through it and we had to rush through the podcast. So I'm so sorry that it was kind of a rush, but we had a lot to cover in a very little amount of time. And thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, I'm Chuck. And I'm Laurie. Welcome back to our weekly podcast. Life is busy, and it's easy to neglect time for ourselves. So I ask you, do you need a break? <laughs> yes. It's, it's time, time for, for a life, life break. break. He's back to sleep now. She totally didn't even get up. Yeah. After she was... all that nonsense and moving, she didn't even get up. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and get into our first topic. Yes. Um, I said last week I would discuss about my dentist experience that I had. Yeah. Um, the good and the bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, this was a couple weeks ago and I've been wanting to talk about it, but I could not, we could not do the podcast because my tooth, I had my tooth removed, mm-hmm. my molar was removed. So I obviously could not do the podcast. And then I don't know the next week I could not, I don't, I don't even remember. Anyway, there's reasons why we couldn't do it. And then now I can finally talk about it. So, yeah. um, well, Okay. I'm just going to talk about my experience because I've got some stuff to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I I went in and, I mean, it's a small little place. You know, I'm, I'm waiting. And by the way, court TV is on. Nice. This happened twice. I've, I've Like each time I go there, it's always court TV is always on. I love court TV. Yes, but it, Yes, but it, it also makes me like, oh, man, like, that's real life here. It's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, I'm loving watching it, but I'm also like, oh, gosh, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'm enjoying my – I I hate – it's so ridiculous. Like, I was so into the court TV. I'm like, please don't call my name. Please don't call my name. I want to oh watch this court TV. <laughs> but anyway, I just don't even – anyway, get into there. Get Call my name, blah, blah, go in. And, you know – the lady tells me we're blah, blah blah. I'm waiting, and she finally comes and tells me what we're gonna, you know, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Sign the form, whatever. Blah blah. Well, I'm waiting and waiting, and she co- finally comes in, and um, she does not give me any warning at all of what she's doing. I have no idea what to expect from a. Is it called tooth extraction? I think is yeah. correct. Um, no idea. Okay, um, wh- what to expect? Okay, this is my first time ever getting a tooth pulled. I knew this tooth was getting bad from my wisdom teeth in the past, where it's sideways or pushing on it. My teeth got worse. My wisdom teeth got worse than that. Um, my first pregnancy, which we had a mis, I I had a miscarriage, but that first pregnancy, I was getting issues with my molars which is why i got not my molars my wisdom teeth which is why i got my wisdom teeth removed so i did not have to endure that pain well it turns out that there was causing a lot of cavities with between my wisdom tooth and my back molar so very common problem that's why they that's why they offer getting them out 
because they almost always turn into an issue. Sometimes you don't, they don't actually become an issue, but like you would need a dentist to be able to tell you like, Hey, these are, you know, they're healthy. They're in a good position. They're not going to mess with anything. If they're not in a good position, they'll, they'll really mess your mouth up. Well, got them all removed because just because I should. Yeah. And going back real quick, just a thing I remember too is, I, it just drives me nuts about going to like the doctors or the dentist. When you arrive at the dentist early, I was early, by the way, a good, I think maybe five, ten minutes, ten minutes early, I think. I was early on time. And there's a family that comes in after me, a, a, a mom and like her four kids, comes in like like five or ten minutes, I don't even remember, five or ten minutes after me, yeah. and w- went in before I did. That drives me nuts. Maybe that they're like late I, I got, That could be, but if they're late, I don't know. I should be able to get in first because my time was, I don't know. That bothers me when that happens. Yeah. And then I try not to, I try not to get, oh, you know, I try to be patient and I try to understand, okay, maybe this is a situation. Yeah. But it, I can't help but to say, oh, I'm waiting for like 50, I waited for, I was watching a court TV for a while. Like I was really into it. That's how yeah. long I was waiting. So like for me, it's like, try to be understanding but it can look like i'm i have been forgotten yeah so then like should i go up and say should i go up and say uh hey i don't want to be rude and be like hey you do know i'm here but they did know because i talked to them so i don't want to look impatient but i'm trying not to be negative but i'm also annoyed it's a social game you have to play yeah but anyway i'm social dance (laughs) so anyway I, I, that happens, I think, to a lot of people because it's happened to me many times in my mm-hmm. lifetime. So I try not to get too upset. I'm not like angry. I'm just more like annoyed. Is the right word? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know what to expect with this tooth extraction. This dentist is really nice, okay, but she does not communicate anything. I've had this is my second time seeing her, third time technically, but nothing happened one of the visits. But anyway, so she does not communicate what's happening she does not communicate what's going what what's what she's going to do she just does okay or tells you open your mouth or whatever okay so i'm nervous because like, what's happening anyway so she I, I i guess i don't know medicine and me to make me numb yeah is it called novocaine am i saying i believe right? so yes um and to make me numb and i did not know she was going to do this she sticks this long are you prepared for this chuck does not like needles this i don't even know if it was long to be honest but it felt like it was long when she was pushing it into my gum needle that i did not expect her to put into my gums i did not i'm sitting there she did it and i know i should not move okay because that's bad right don't move she's doing i'm like oh my gosh i'm freaking out right now because i did not know she was going to do this i don't know what she's doing She's playing, you know, like, is it going further and further? And it like, has not stopped. And she was there for a good while. It, it felt like, I don't know, 30 seconds it felt like. Maybe She's probably longer. making sure it all got in there, you know, maybe. in the right area. But she is not talking to me. She did not tell me she was going to do this. So I'm like, I'm like, my, I'm getting so much anxiety not knowing what's happening. And I, I kind of know I had to be numb. She did mention that before, but. She didn't tell me that's what she was doing. She didn't say, okay, I'm going to stick the whatever. And I, I don't know if it's like a tactic to not tell people because then they would freak out. But it's like, aren't you afraid I'm going to freak out while you putting that, 
like panic while you're putting that into my gums or move. Like I stood there like. I think that's when they freeze and they're like, oh my goodness. Blah, 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 blah. I, I did that. I was like, I did not move and I was panicking in they're my head. They're probably used to children being, as soon as they see the needle, they're like, no. I don't, I don't know. You know but I mean? anyway, so that was really annoying. Okay. And then after she did that, okay, it felt like, I don't even know how long it was, but it felt like a good long while enough. I'm like, I feel like I've been sitting here for quite yeah, a they, bit. Yeah, they wait a while for it to make sure it kicks in real good. No, 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 no. I'm talking about during the needle process still. Okay. <laughs> that feels like forever. And um, so she, sorry, I'm all done discussing it. So she says, all done. Okay. And walks away. She's gone. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't say anything. She goes, all done. Walks away. I'm thinking, is does she take my tooth out? What does she do? What'd you do that whole time? I, I, I don't know what happened. I I did is it gone that fast? I am sitting there like I don't know what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> she just left me. And I she did not give me time to even talk. I'm still in panic mode, by the way. She she took it out, all done. I'm still in shock and confused on what's happening so i don't even have time to even think to ask her anything i'm just saying they're like i'm i'm nervous and she walked away just gone all done bye and i'm like okay so now i'm questioning myself did she do it am i done do i leave do i sit here she's making me question myself my own two plus two there's no way that she just removed a tooth, right? No, of course not. No, she's making right? me question myself. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know how this works. I don't understand. I'm not a dentist. I don't have that education. I don't get I don't. I'm not in the dentist world. of. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm worried. Should I just leave? She said all done. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I eventually, like, I get up. <laughs> I look around. I don't see her anywhere. And I'm like, I'm like, I see other people waiting in their little rooms because there's no doors. They're all open. And I'm like, okay, I'll just sit here. Maybe if I poke my head out and she sees me, maybe she sees I'm still here and says, okay, you're actually done. You can go or whatever. I don't know. I'm waiting for instructions. Mm-hmm. And uh, just never came. Never. I just never. I Not never, but I had not seen her. And it's been a while. Like, I, I should go back to my text messages with you. It was a long while. Um... I went to the bathroom twice within that time. And so I thought, okay, fine. I'm going to check my tooth. I have a phone. I'm going to look in the mirror. Or the, Wait, you just straight up left the chair and went to the bathroom? Oh, let me go. Let me just. Sometimes I'm not good at telling stories. I went a little out of order. So first I, I looked at the the camera you know how you can face the camera towards you yeah and i open my mouth my mouth starts feeling weird by the way it's feeling weird now and i don't know what's happening i'm thinking it's novocaine because that's what i was told in my first appointment that i would have to have novocaine i was like okay this must be it right um well i'm looking i'm like that's my that's it that's the tooth my tooth by the way that i did not mention had cracked um which is why i had to go to the dentist because it cracked i'm like oh gosh i gotta go it's like oh this is actually bad yes so anyway I look, and I'm like, okay, I still see it in there. And, I'm, and then I'm like, well, I literally, again, I'm, she made me question my, my own logic, my own, my own two plus two. I said, maybe it comes out on its own over time. Maybe it's just like, <laughs> like I start thinking, because she said all done. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I look, I get, and I, I quickly sit back down. You're not supposed to have phones. They're prohibited back there. Yeah. So I'm like, 
sneaking my phone to kind of look at my tooth just to see. And I, you know, I'm a good girl. So I quickly put it back and then quickly went back to my chair. And I'm still questioning myself. She still has not come. I go back to the phone again to look. I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. And I'm looking at my tooth again and it's still there. So I have to pee. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't hold it. I have to pee. I pee before I, I pee a lot. <laughs> I, I have a, uh, I don't have, a, I have a small bladder. So I go to the bathroom uh, and I, I come back and I'm still waiting. <laughs> waiting. I'm texting you throughout this time. Like I'm sneaking texts. Like I don't even think you're going to really get in trouble, but it says no phones allowed. It's no. prohibited. Yeah. Prohibited sounds like such a strong That's word. Their, that, what that's really there for is for two reasons. Number one, for other patients' privacy. You know, you don't want to yes. record their medical stuff. Especially because there's no doors. That's what they say it's for. That's not what it's for. It's so that you don't record and they get caught medical malpractice and you have yeah. evidence of it. That's what it really is. They just hide it under the guise of, you know, yeah. patient confidentiality. It's like, well, there's no, there's nobody else here. Well, I'm in my own little, like you'll go to the doctor and it says the same thing. It's like, yes. I'm in my own little room. What that is true. Mm -hmm. That That is weird when it's yeah. in your own room. Mm -hmm. I do understand though the half of not recording other totally uh, it's because the one i had had no doors but yeah you're right in a closed door in yeah. a closed room i mean <laughs> so but anyway so i'm sitting there waiting i'm texting you and i'm like i don't know i'm like I, i'm waiting i'm waiting anyway eventually she comes back finally because I, I i'm like she finally comes back and she tells me i want you to wait like 20 30 minutes um to let the medicine kick in yeah. i did not know that so it's been like well, I think she said 20 or 30 minutes. I can't She probably remember. like did somebody else's appointment while you were doing yes, that. Yes, I think so. Anyway, so I'm sitting there for that long. And I did not know that's how long I've been sitting there because I'm not checking what time, you know, on my phone. You can't have a phone. You just have to yes. sit here and do nothing for 30 minutes. Yes. Um. But anyway, so. And then she comes. Okay. And now it's my turn. Um. She comes to take out my tooth. Okay, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, she's gonna do it now, and she's pulling and pulling and pulling and she's pulling and pulling and pulling, and then she does it again. She can't pull my tooth out, and she says, "I can't pull your tooth out." Oh my god! And I'm thinking, am I going to have to have surgery? <laughs> like, am I going to have to go to this a surgeon? Job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's, I don't know, and she goes. And and I can't remember what she said. It's it's, but she walked away again. And, and I'm like, oh oh no, she. I remember now. She said that I need bigger tools, and I ah. thought that meant she does not have bigger tools. She might have to have me go to a different, like uh -huh. maybe more like in that area or whatever. I don't know how dentistry works. I know that if you go to doctor's office, they say, okay, I can't do this. You have to go to a special specialty doctor for this special yeah, thing like a special oral surgeon or right something. right so i thought maybe something like that for dentists yeah, i was like maybe there's a maybe i don't know if that exists or not i don't know anyway so she comes back with another dentist no i'm sorry i hear i'm I, i'm sorry it's been like weeks now I hear her talking down the hallway to another dentist, which I have not seen two dentists this entire time. I only saw her. Mm -hmm. I was like, is she a one-woman show? I don't know. Anyway, saw another dentist, and I hear them talking, I mean, and she says, I, I can't get the tooth out. He says, here, I'll try it, okay? And then because I hear that, I know it's for me, obviously. So he finally comes in, and, 
you know, he was wonderful. He was talking to me. He said, you know, hey, you know, I hear you can't get your tooth out or whatever. He said, you know, I'm going to give it a try. And then he, he tried pulling on it, and he even asked me, are you doing okay? And I said, uh-huh. Like, he was actually making me feel comfortable. He didn't quite tell me what he was doing, mm-hmm. but he at least talked to me and said, hey. You this, could tell he was her. always paying more. Yes. Paying attention to how you're feeling. Yes. Which is, you know, and obviously. he, you know, he, he said, well, this is tough or whatever. You could tell he was saying that it's hard to get out. Crap, and does this even mean? I don't know. Like, he said I assume humans are roughly built the same. I, he said it was in there good. I don't know what that means. What Anyways, <laughs> he finally pulls my tooth out. He gets it out. Okay. And, you know, the, he tells the dentist that. And she goes, how'd you do that? And, you know, he said, try this trick or whatever. I learned this in school. And she said that, you know, I, I think it's because... Um, he might have been a little bit stronger, and she said that too. She mm-hmm. goes, you know, I, he's stronger than me, and and um, you can kind of tell the difference by just looking visually. But um, I was worried that my tooth wasn't gonna <laughs> come out, and I was like, have to worried. go to surgery or something. Yeah. So my, my whole point of this is, what a bad experience for me to not want to go back to the dentist. Yes. He the the male dentist really helped make me feel less stress and and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But she really stressed me out. She so, she did not tell me anything. So I have a question, okay, yes. for starters. And I can, and I think this might have something to do I might be totally off base, who knows. Um I wonder if this has a lot to do with her lack of communication. Is English her first language? No. No. Is English his first language? No. Oh, that's interesting. All right. He, I kind of... But, well, okay. I, I shouldn't say... I'm not quite sure about him. Mm. He was foreign. Yeah. Um, Visually. I cannot remember... I could understand him more clear. So he had an accent. Clearly. I think so. I can't remember quite late. Usually when they have that accent and that kind of thing, they're probably not their first language. I know it's not hers, based on her, because I have a hard time understanding accents. Yeah, and I she's hard to understand for me, but I did not have a problem understanding the man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, he just it's just his voice. I don't remember if he had. He might just be better at communicating. To be or honest, or born in America, learned English, and did not. That's know true. His own sometimes, word. sometimes you know that happens a lot. Yeah, when when it when it's harder to communicate and that kind of thing, but you I might cannot, communicate less. But yeah, I but I, I can't hundred percent for sure say that. But I'm pretty sure. He might have had an accent, but still more clear was way more clear on English for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anything else you wanted to talk about with that, um, or well, t- you know, did you finish your point? Did you say was that what you were just saying? Yeah, I was just gonna kind of throw that in. I wonder if it was because you know I I knew English wasn't her first language from what I've heard you say, but I didn't know anything about the the male yeah. uh, dentist. I just now turned my phone on silent because I forgot to do so. So if you forgot, you should do that too. No, I was um, a good boy before we started. <laughs> I forgot. To do it. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So then after he got it out, I. I actually asked to keep the tooth so I can show our kids. Yeah. I thought that would be a good learning lesson for them. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I don't have it anymore. I got rid of it. But I And I took pictures. I have pictures. Um, But I, I uh, at the end, she, you know, she talked to me, and then she was more talkative. She was like, I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. You're not mad. She literally asked me, you're not mad at me, are you? Like, she was, she's really nice. Just when it, I don't know if she's so busy with work that she is, 
so busy and like I got to move on to all these yeah. customers. So her mind is just busy and moving, moving. I know I have to do this, 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 this. Communication is very important. Yes. Especially but, for a business. And if she's running this all by herself, because I did not see or hear that male dentist at all. Yeah, yeah. I only heard her the entire time. And I and he out of nowhere came out. Like, where were you? Maybe he was on break. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, so it's a small place, like I said. So it's not like he was off in a different area. But anyway, so and then I had to ask her questions because she wasn't she was going to leave again. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, tooth gone by. And I was like, wait, I was like, do I can I what can I do? What do I do? Can I eat? Can I whatever? I was like, I don't yeah. know anything. And she goes, oh, it's in the back, the back, the back. The, and I had previously before I saw the dentist, whoever that person that comes in like a nurse. A nurse for, yeah. Is that a nurse for a dentist? I, don't know. I think there's a different word for it. But yeah, it's basically a nurse. Um, They gave me a bag of stuff which i did not know that there was information inside it because she did not communicate either ah. <laughs> so she just said that there's a bag for me to take yeah, and yeah. um and then i asked she goes oh it's in the bag no no cold food or whatever she said i can't remember but anyway so that was that and i i know you had bad experience with that and i'm not going to go into your experience because we want to get to both topics tonight we don't have a lot of time yeah um but Mama I know mia. you had bad experiences with dentists and you're afraid to go to the dentist i okay look i I despise the dentist. I already have a social anxiety issue, okay? And my experiences as a kid with the dentist was not ideal. I also have a um uh, a like a, a bit of a hypersensitivity slightly. Yeah. It's 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 I think it's called uh, tactile dysfunction yeah. disorder or something like that. Something along those lines. But uh, it makes me more aware of pain and that kind of thing. So when I go to the dentist and I get, you know, a cavity drilled on, you know, or they're, they're stabbing my gums, oh my you know, gosh. to check depth or something like that. It's a horrible experience. Okay. Um, it's almost like you need medicine before I, going in. I also had, <laughs> I also had a pretty, like, I had an, an obnoxious dentist, okay, as a kid who basically he would just like try to strike fear into you to get you to do better. But I wasn't raised that way, so I just I was never gonna do better. See, and this is my whole point of this conversation. Like, I I I am sure I I'm sure people say this about doctors too, but I hear this more about dentists that people hate going to the dentist. Yeah, and they're because, distributors of pain. Even though they're trying to help well, you, they're the most painful doctors. Yes, but is they 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 taunt you for life. Yeah, like based on what like I was like based on how she. Um, interact did not interact with me basically. Yes. That can be scarring mentally and not want to go back to the dentist. Yeah, like, discourage people. You go there, they don't communicate. You get a bunch of pain. They say all done, and then right. you know, it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I I have a fear of needles and all that, which you regularly have to get if you have a cavity or whatever. Um, I, your entire description of your thing, I know I'm supposed I'm supposed to schedule an appointment to go. Okay. I, I told Chuck, I said, you have to start going. Yes. I, I, I after that tooth crack, my tooth, my molar crack, I said, you have to go. You got to yes. go. And this is the most discouraging story I think I needed to hear I'm to sorry. make sure I get this appointment <laughs> in, you know? Uh, <laughs> sorry. I have to be honest. <laughs> okay. So I'm really, really not looking forward to that. But here's the thing, though, okay? Okay. First of all, like, I was never taught. Like, growing up, I like, teeth just, it's not that te I wasn't taught to brush, but I, I I was, I don't know, I was never pushed to do it. I brushed in the morning, never at night. I was I don't backwards. think you were taught 
well. Right. And um, I don't think it was a priority. I was told to do it, but nobody ever checked. So as a yeah. kid, I just didn't do it. Yeah, so yeah, um, I only did it in the morning. And, and then as I got older, I, you know, I learned that, oh, it, you should definitely do it at night. If you yeah. are going to at least do it if, once. If you're going to neglect night. yourself, do, just make sure you do it at, at night. night. Yeah. Um, and floss, uh, which I, I only floss in the morning. I never floss at night. So I'm surprised how good my teeth are considering... Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway. So I'm not looking forward to that at all. Um, thank you for that. Yeah. I I have my shoulders are really tense now. I'm sorry. Well, here, let me do a little joke. Side at the dentist, I saw someone, which I I'm not going to go into more into it, but um, I don't understand why people do this. They had shoes on. Yeah. And the tag's still on the shoes. What? <laughs> what do you mean the tag's still on the shoe? Like is yeah. it like a kid's shoe? Like nobody no, paid attention? No. Or? This is a this is a style. Where they keep like the not like the price tag because that's probably tacky because <laughs> you know that's tacky. Yeah. But uh, the it, it was the tag of of Don't who you tell who me it was the brand. I yeah basically basically like the, the tag is still on the shoe. <laughs> like you did, didn't you're supposed to take off the tag. Everyone knows that. Well, let me guess. Let me guess. The branding wasn't obvious enough, no. so you want to keep the tag on there so people are like, "Ooh, that's a good brand." So I don't know. Maybe there was a price tag on there. I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> Look, I tell you what. Tag. I tell you what. You pay me, and I'll advertise for you. Okay? It's, I pay just don't me. Really... I'll advertise for you. But you look at it, and it you can like it's like you're supposed to take that off. So I don't understand the style. I don't understand the style of keeping your tags on your shoes. Uh, but they've got to go. <laughs> yeah, it's part of a it's part of a social game that some people yeah. play where um it's it's to let other people know. I bought something expensive. Uh, I don't, you know that's what I mean? Not me. No, I don't like that either. But anyway, we got to move on because yes. I've taken too long and I've talked too much. I mean, I just wanted to share that experience because I know a lot of people have bad experiences yeah. with dentists. Thank and you for sharing that trauma today. Well, if dentists, any tip for any dentist is please just communicate. Mm. Hey, I'm going to do this to you. you know, or, or say, hey, do you want to know what's going to be happening? Or are you the kind of person that like just wants it done? Mm-hmm. Ask that. And then let the person decide or tell you. and like, Okay, they want to know what's happening. So I'm going to walk them through. Or oh, they just want to get it done. Don't tell them that's better for that person. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm still. I, I'm not traumatized enough to not go back. I know I need to go back. To I'm the traumatized dentist. enough. Well, I'll still go back. I just now I know that she does not communicate. I'm going to make sure because it's the same dentist every time mm-hmm. I go, which is why I'm confused because she seems like she's the only dentist there. But there was maybe he's one. the kid dentist. Maybe. Maybe that's interesting. they might split it up that way. Maybe that might be. But anyway, I now know to ask her first based on my experience. Yes. I'm gonna say before you do anything. What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> which I might not actually do it. Just immediately I, gonna be like, I don't have time to explain it. To you. I know, I know. <laughs> when I get there, I don't think I'll end up asking. I'm too no. nervous. I'm too nervous to like look like a hassle and to. Anyway, I just want to be a good patient. <laughs> but anyway, let's go into our next topic. I'm ready. Ooh. Done. I got that. Oh, that awful experience off my chest. Good. You gave, <laughs> you gave me lots of anxiety to work with for the rest of the show. Let's so, move on. Then, yeah, huh? yeah. Let's do it. All right, so okay. next, we wanted to talk about our homeschool experience. Well, our change first. Let's yes. talk about our change first. Sure. We, well, so we started homeschool at the beginning of the school year. September-ish. September. We did a podcast on it, so mm-hmm. if you want to hear that, go back and listen to the episode about homeschooling. Anyway, we did homeschooling um, starting since September. Yes. Okay. Very quick last-minute change. 
and yeah, the, the kids were still signed up on the bus route yeah, for the they public were, school system. They were, we signed I, them up. We went yes. through all the registration. Yeah, and they were fully registered and we canceled yeah. them like seriously, like a few days before school. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Great decision. <laughs> But, but anyway, so now it's February. Yeah, so now it's February. Um, we opted for a pretty big shift mm-hmm. in how we wanted to handle homeschool. Um, yes. uh, we've been watching kind of how this has been going because we've been doing it since September now. Uh, it's been fantastic. Chuck loves it. I absolutely love it. The kid, our, our kids our love kids it. Our kids love it. Yes. So, um, you know. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely do. Um but basically, since we've kind of gone through the through September, now it's it's February, uh, we're ready to make a particular change that we had juggled with for a little bit. Um, no one is going to. I can't say no one. I feel as if no one is going to agree with us or understand. And I, and I, it sounds crazy. It's taboo. It's. What? You can't do that. Yeah, it's not the norm. We are not a normal family. No. no (laughs) We are very abnormal. I don't even pay for cable TV. I mean, how (laughs) abnormal is that? I know. We are not the typical average uh, person, I guess. No. We're pretty different. So we decided to make a massive shift in how we wanted to do our homeschool year. And it sounds crazy, but don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't knock it till you hear yeah. what it is. But here's basically what it is, okay? Summer vacations canceled. <laughs> say it like that. I had to say it like that. I wanted to make it as traumatic as possible. <laughs> basically, what we did is we are opting for a new uh, school year system, which is a new lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle change for our family. Um, uh, it's a new school uh, uh, style, how we want to do it. But basically, we're doing school all year long. Okay. Now, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean, honey? Basically, <laughs> all year long. What kind of crazy parents are Basically, we? summer vacation is canceled. Okay. That being said, <laughs> Because we're working all year long, we get to change our school schedule. And let me tell you, this new schedule is a dream come true. I I think any child hearing it at first, okay, would be like, no, not mm-hmm. my summer vacation. Right. And then when they hear what the actual deal is, I think every child would probably take it immediately. Yeah. So basically what it is, okay. You're, dra- is, you're, you're very dragging this on for people who are like dying to hear. What is it? Yes. All right. So basically our school system prior to this okay, <laughs> was we're doing homeschool yep. five days a week. Okay. Basically what we would do is we would do Monday through Friday. Right. Okay. Yep. And we would do four hours a day, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Right. Okay. And that was it. Four hours a day, five days a week. That was it. Okay. Mm-hmm. After doing our new schedule, okay, and removing summer, okay, we are now... Uh, doing school three days a week mm-hmm. for four hours a day. So basically, we do school on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yep. That's it all year long. So what does that mean? It means Friday off, Saturday off, Sunday off, Monday off. It means four-day weekends all year long. Right. Oh, and... Don't forget, they still only do four hours a day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And they're still getting, they're still on track with their school. They're not getting behind because of this. No. They're not 
you know, falling behind in their grade, they're actually either on track or ahead. Yes. For example, Mason is, he's seven. He just turned seven. He just turned seven. <laughs> I, just, I almost said six. He just turned seven, so he's first grader. He Yeah, he started first grade in September. September. But since when? Since, since end of January? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it was like the... First week of February. First week of February, he had completed first grade and he finished. Yeah, he was done. Now, fun fact, though, we changed this right before that. So basically what happened was he just, we gave him, I think we gave him basically like a week off. You know, it was three days. He's had a week off before. Um, Yeah. He's we, he's picked, been he was so far ahead that we've right. given him extra time off, right. and he completed first grade in like the first week of February, and we were like, you know what, I, I gave him like the week off, and then we started second grade the yeah. next week. And he's he's not just finished first grade; he's passed it. Like yeah, he 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 did fantastic. We 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 go through a paid program that we pay, and um each month, right? Each month. Yeah. And they they the stuff is not. It's it's pretty much like in um in person school. Yeah, it's the same. It it does it, it does a very good job of uh, the education stuff. I've sat down and worked with all of them, you know, the yeah. entire year so far. I don't feel disappointed. No, I don't feel like oh well, they're not learning as much as they would in. in I actually school. question why people are using other methods based I, on what I'm doing. It's based on your um. It's based on tradition. It's based on your how you grew up. You're right. A lot of homeschool is actually, um, a lot of it is religious education. Yeah. Because people don't want to go through the public school system. They want right. them to have, you know, uh, biblical stuff, you know, into their lessons and that kind of thing. Right. Which you don't get from a public school. Correct. Um, Unless you go to like a private, right? You could go to a private school, but that's usually pretty expensive, expensive. too. So you homeschool. Know. Okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're really, really excited about it. Basically, yeah. what happens... Go ahead, sorry. No, you go ahead. Basically, what's going to happen, okay, is summer is going to roll around roughly June-ish, okay? June um, 3rd, to be exact. What's really cool is technically all our kids are, are set to be done in, like, the end of May, okay? Like, they should all be done with their grade by the end of May. Because we're doing all year now, they technically have till August 31st to finish their grade, which basically lightens their load. If they fall yes. behind or anything, it's not hard to catch up because it's just, you know. So I've got huge pros and cons lists for homeschool that we'll get into in a little bit. But yeah. one of the things that is benefit to this is that you do not have to rush, rush, rush through their work to make sure they complete the grade on time. You can take, let's say, I don't know, Samantha's struggling on the Holocaust. She's not understanding it or whatever yeah. she wants. Or you want to make it, you, she's really interested in it. You can take the extra time to make this whole thing bigger for her. Like, you can sit down and, and um, you know what I mean, right? You, you can expand on it, you know? Yeah, we you can, can sit down and expand Add some teach. supplemental things. Right, or teach in different ways. Or if they're really interested, you can, like, hey, hey, hey we're going to, hey, let's, Let's do this activity instead that you came up with that that kind of enhances the lesson. Multiple times we've gone to the library and just got books about whatever they're currently learning about. Right. So you can kind of um, expand more versus like in school, they don't have that time. It's like you learn, we got to move on. Yeah. It's like, no, we can take, hey, you're really interested about what's going on right here. Or or there's a museum that ties into what you're learning. We are going to make a day out of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So that's nice about that, about stretching it out. You can spend more time expanding on the 
the uh, what they're learning about. Yes, and uh, basically the last thing I just wanted to say about it is, you know, the, the summer vacation itself, okay? Yeah, Basically, okay. during those months, we actually are, we close our daycare. Um, so that's right. typically when we would take them to the parks and go all over the place and blah, 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 and just do fun things for our summer. Right. We're not going to probably end up going on any particularly massive vacation or anything, but basically, not because of homeschool. No, not because not of because home. Just because we just it just isn't. We've got a lot of work to do. We in have the to house do the and basement kind of and stuff, and not the summer. But basically, we can still. It's like, hey, we're gonna go to the museum. Oh, hey, we're gonna take two days to go do this but, thing. We still have four day weekends, which just allows us to continue enjoying our summer while taking three days of the week, four hours a day to do school. So here's a couple things I want to say. Um. One of the things, and I'm taking notes right now so I don't forget. Um, one of the things is that uh, when kids are off for the summer, okay, they forget everything, well, not everything, but they forget, like, everything they learned, right? Mm-hmm. And they come back to school and they're like, what? Yep, they totally regress. What? They regress. It's such, it's such a common thing in public schools where they regress. They don't know. They have to refresh what they learned in the last grade. When for us, they will not. They have their mi- the like little breaks in between. It's not a long two-month gap, a three-month gap of not doing any education at all. Yeah. So we're spreading it out through the year. I think it would be more beneficial for beneficial for their education and to be able to actually learn and take that with them and keep going. Not, oh, I forgot. I, I think it's um, better. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it helps them maintain the knowledge that they created yes. and build upon it instead of just, hey, we need to recap the end of uh, second grade, you know, so that you can understand that's, what to do. That's in what third. they do. You word things so much better than I do. So, like, I try to explain things and, like, you are good at finishing what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, another thing is, is that in the summer, I, because I, I know, I know I'm working from home and I, and my kids are home but because i'm working i'm still not involved in their school yeah you really don't get to see them do their homeschool it really Nothing. is I, I i have i'm all part of that well you are you do all of it and i i they talk to me about it and stuff but you know we're still a busy family like anyone else so you know i you're I, still the one working the job right you know i don't get to see what like their school thing looks like all the time very little i still have yet to see things because I just don't have time. We're still a busy family after after work and all that, just like any other family. But in the summertime, I get to be involved with their schooling. I get to be part of it, too. And one of the things, too, is, like, um, like I have these great projects and great, like, extracurricular, you know, extracurricular um, classes that I have planned that – I just do not have the time right now to do it because I'm working. Yeah. And because I have summer off, I could spend those time that time and do it with the kid, our kids and be able to be involved in their school more. And I want to be. Because I'll admit, at first I thought, oh, they're home. I'll, I will get to see everything. No, I don't. Because no, I'm, yeah. I'm working the whole time and I have a job. I do think that if Quinn wasn't so young. That's true. You probably would be able to just pop in. Like, it wouldn't is, be difficult. That but is she's very a, true. She's Quinn, a handful on top of the daycare yes, already. Quinn is our toddler. She's 17 months. She's, yeah. But anyway, so this summer I know we're going to be going to be building the basement but 
I get to be part of field trips. Our kids have not gone on field trips yet. But you, mm. You've taken them out to like lunch a couple times. That's not a field trip. Yeah, no. but like special lunches, and that's nice that you get to do that. And every time you do that, I like it hurts. I'm like, I want to be part of it. Exactly. I like, I'm happy that you get to go take our kids out and they get time with their dad. But like, I want to be part of my family activities. Yeah. I'm. I, I want. I like. As, I want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a way to incorporate me also into it as well. So I can be part of our kids' education and I can be involved. We can go to a museum together. We can, I can be part of those field trips with my kids, those experiences that I cannot, most parents cannot do in a public school. Most parents do not get to go with their kids on the field trips because, number one, they're limited space. Number two, parents got to work, you know, on time off and, you know, money and things like that. But I have the opportunity to be able to go with my kids to their field trips or be involved in things, and and that is what summer will help me do. That's exciting. That you, you know, yeah. you're gonna be able to be a part of it, and I think that's gonna be a really interesting, different experience for our homeschool yeah. is you both of us doing stuff. Right. Well, I I do a morning meeting with the kids every morning. Um, because of the fact that I want to be involved in their school in some kind of way. So me and uh, you take care of Quinn most of the times. So I get to do it with – I would like you involved in the morning meeting, but with the toddler, it's just – it's hard with yeah, balancing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot to balance. It's a lot to balance. But anyway, so I get to spend time with my kids in the morning, and we get to do, like, a morning meeting, and I get to teach a little bit of things here and there, and they get to help plan parties, and we do team effort things and stuff like that. And try to we learn sign language in the morning we do sign language in the morning too um that's part of our schooling but so that's what i get to do in the morning with my kids but it's not enough for me no, no. i want to be more involved i know you want to do more i know yes. there's so much you want to do and you're just completely locked out of it but yeah i want to teach them too and i like jace is part of this after school curricular thing that he does on the computer and i don't get to see any of it because yeah. we're just too busy yeah um but anyway, is there anything else you want to add about that? Or no, I, no, no. Go ahead. And let's let's move on with this. So I've got um, it, it's crazy, and I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. But that's our reasoning for it, and it it works for our family. Oh, it's. Our, so, I'm so excited for the we, summer. I think it's gonna be so cool. Right, and we 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 always ask the kids, our our kids, we always ask them, hey, you know, how are you feeling about this? How are you liking homeschool? Because they've all been, ex- with the exclusion of Mason, really. Um. Our yeah, other he was two, only in kindergarten. Yeah, our other two went through the public school system for years. Okay, right. so we like to, you know, just p- touch base with them and be like, you know, like you said, it's like, how are you liking homeschool? You know, especially compared to you know public school and you know right. what you've been through, and they they really like homeschool. Yeah, they yeah. love it. And I even asked Samantha like tonight because I was like, can you tell me some pros cons with homeschool? And it, it was pros, 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 pros. Yeah. So, um, but. They love it, and we always make sure our kids are comfortable with it. We make sure they love it, and they like it, and they are all loving this new schedule. All of our family members are very family-oriented. Yes. They're very – so I think – and our kids um, are have a very different background than most kids. They they were adopted. They were foster kids before, um, and, uh, you know, they're just different. They it's just what they need. Background. They, they yeah. need that family uh, – that – that family bond. Their you know. needs are different than a lot of kids. Yes. So anyway, um, going on to um, pros and cons. So I have a list of pros and cons. I'm not going to talk into too much detail for each of them because for time's sake. Yeah. I do want to go down the list and kind of say the pros and cons I've come up with with homeschool. Sure. Okay. And if you want to add, add. 
Okay. But I'm going to try to I'll try to be brief but add. I mean like if you have a pro okay. that you want to add to the list okay. or whatever. Okay. Um no particular order, just going down the list. Um a pros, we're going to go down pros first. Time with family. Yes. Um nice. be around my kids more. Even though I say I'm not really part of their school because I'm working, I'm still see my, I still see my kids at snack time. I see them for gross motor time. I see them at lunch time. And I, I just see them on their little breaks. You actually stuff. see them. Yes. I, I remember when they were going to public school and that kind of thing. I know it from my own experience. I know it from others' experiences and that kind of thing. And even our kids' experiences. You know, uh, when they were in public school, like by the time they get home, you know, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon ish. You know, we have to do this, this, this. It's time for dinner. It's time for bed. Oh, you, you had to do homework and then it was time to eat and then it was almost time for bed, you know. And, uh, you know, and I, I felt like we just didn't have that much time with them. That is one of my pros, less homework. Yes. So in the evenings when we're all home, it's. They sometimes they have homework, mm -hmm. sometimes they do, but it's mm -hmm. but it's not so like they would have so much homework for all. It was so hard to balance. Mason was only in kindergarten for one, obviously one year, but he was only in public school for one year and it was kindergarten. Yeah, and it was so much homework for all three of our kids. It's like balancing homework and and you know the the, the minimal time we have with them. <laughs> right. It was it was too. There's no time for family, so they can get their stuff done and have less homework, and that way I have more time with my family in the evening. It's great. Um, another pro is less exposure to things that are not really appropriate. Yeah. You know, um, we all know. Admittedly, you and I are a bit more. You know. You know, if if they don't have to be exposed to that, why? You know, I'll, I will um, expose them to that when they're ready for it or when we feel that, you know, is a good time for it. Right. So that we can if, guide them in the correct way. Correct. Because if you're exposed to something too early when you're not mentally ready for it, it mm -hmm. can cause damage to your personality. It can cause damage to your choices and your future and so on and so forth. You can make but, poor choices based on limited information that yes. you got from Joe Schmo in the lunchroom. Not that... Because they are not ex as exposed, they won't make mistakes. Not yeah, that, no, no, no. but it, it lessens the that um, issue with being too much when they shouldn't know quite that much yet. Yeah, because um, it, it's hard to. It's sometimes it's hard to explain some of these things, especially yeah. to the younger ages, and then they hear the worst part of it. And it's like, well, okay, we, yeah. we really have to sit and talk about mm -hmm. this before you run around saying that's what that or whatever. Right. Um, next thing is do your own schedule. Yeah. So it's based on our schedule. So let's say if we want to do it Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, we can do Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Maybe some families homeschool, which I don't recommend in my opinion based on how we work. But yeah. maybe it works for different families because I've heard this before where they do their homeschool in the evening. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe the mom has to work in the morning or something or the dad has to. It's one way to, to get it to or, work. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know what? I think we are taking that line. So seriously. So seriously. So seriously. Um, flexibility. Um, being flexible. Okay, let's say Mason's sick. Okay. Well, we can be flexible with, okay, you know, Mason, you go rest. Mm -hmm. And then you can do your stuff tomorrow. Maybe if you're feeling better later today. Yeah. Come maybe back. we'll do it then. But right um, now, you know, it's like you take, get the rest you need. Flexibility. Don't you even can, get out of bed. <laughs> you, you can be flexible with your schedule. You can, you can make it how it works for you. Schools, you don't get a choice. This is what we're doing at this time. And, you know, let's say something happens, something goes wrong. You can change your schedule, and, and this is flexible. I know, like, for me, like, there were certain subjects that it was like, I do not want to do this thing first in the morning. 
you know, first thing in the morning, it's like, I do not want to do this particular subject. Yeah, that's totally fine. I can totally figure it out, blah, blah, blah. Like for me, it was like, I don't want to do math first thing in the morning. When I went in high school, well, I had math first thing in the morning sometimes, and it was just the worst. Other yeah. years, I had it like after lunch, and I'm like, this is perfect. This is when my brain is kicking on well, or whatever. Maybe, like, right, same for our kids. Maybe like for, I don't know, for Jace, math doesn't work for him really well in the morning, yeah, you yeah. know, and you can adjust the schedule for that. So that's what it's nice. flexible. Um, okay, basically, you're, you're one-on-one help here. with Kids are getting one-on-one attention for teaching. Yes. Big difference in a classroom of 20 to 30 kids. Okay, you, you get one-on-one, you get to take the time to do it, and you get, um, you get to teach better. Okay, questions get asked more, and understanding of what you're being taught is easier because you have the time to ask questions. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, our kids are pretty smart, generally. You know, that's we're very lucky for that. They're very lucky for that. But our daughter, okay, she if she doesn't understand something, she's not going to ask a question. It, she didn't ask questions in public school. She just waited until they kind of went back over it, yep. and she kind of figured it out. Yep. Um, our son actually does real. Our, our older son, Jace, he actually does a pretty good job of asking. He's social enough to do it. Our son, Mason, that boy... If he doesn't understand something, he's not going to say a word. He's he not, will literally just fumble through until finally you decipher. It's like, oh, you don't even know this particular thing, and you're way over here. You can't do No, no, no. We got to go back and do this. Right. And um, one of the things about him is is he's you know, he's very smart, too, reading you know way before he even got, got into school. Um, but like he needed some help with math. And when I was doing math with him and that kind of thing, it's like, oh, you, don't, you need to understand this before... You're yeah. sitting there doing whatever it is you're doing. Right. And and when he was in kindergarten and public school, he was just being passed along. He was not getting yes. challenged. No. He was uh, not he, being he, challenged at all. His kindergarten year was a complete waste of time. It was a complete waste of time. Um, he knew everything and there was no challenge. He sat there and he had mis- he had poor behavior because he was bored. Yes. and um, uh, But what I have noticed, and, and I've known this for a long time with him, like if he doesn't understand something, he will just sit there staring at it. And yeah. he won't he won't say a word that he doesn't understand it. He'll just sit there and stare at it. Eventually, and, you ask him like, "What are you doing?" And because because he's quiet, he gets skipped over in public school. And yes. they're like, "Okay, moving on." Like, you know what I mean? Oh, he so, can already read. Like, we're not gonna stop and figure out what he's doing with math. He, I'm sure right. he he knows it already. That you just move past him. Right. Um, another one is to um. Basically, I think we I, some of these I might have already said twice. I'm just gonna go down the list anyway. Um, being able to do the grade that you're mentally in, yes, not physically in. That's good. I like so, that. Mason's not. He's physically in first grade, but he's mentally second. Yeah, like he, he's he's ready to move forward. Why right. hold him back and, and just wait for everything else to catch up? Right. Um, another one is not be afraid to ask questions. Um, this was actually one of Samantha's not being afraid to ask questions because there isn't a group of people staring at you. Yeah. And I remember this, this is the exact same thing. I, Samantha and I are very similar when it came to school, other than the fact that she did way better. She actually tried and got good grades. Um, I love how you said you're not going to add to this and you add to like every single one. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, uh, but basically, you know, 
she she had a, she has a social mask and that kind of thing, and I had a heavy social mask too. It's like no way am I gonna let everybody in the entire class know that everybody else gets it. And I, I'm just sitting there. I like, was the same way because I was not confident about my education. Yeah. So I know I wasn't as smart as most people were at my grade level. So I would be scared to even raise my hand for, or even yeah. answer anything. So I'm like, I'm gonna be wrong. Yes. <laughs> and um, uh, I, I've noticed that about Samantha. She 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 wouldn't ask when she was in school, but ever since homeschool, she has no problem asking me yeah. for assistance or whatever. And she's moving forward because of it. Well, of which goes spinning. into my next thing is they feel more confident. Yes. So she's, I mean, Samantha specifically has gained so much confidence than she had in the past. Yes, her and social mask really held it back. Hard. Um, but she's gained a lot of confidence. So confidence building is huge. Um, not having to deal with um, the discipline issues in the classroom. Yeah, what a waste of time. Yes, it's not only does it hold the kid back from education, but it's it's it doesn't build good character, you know. And you can build better character being home with your morals and your family and your values. So. Yep. Um. Okay, I already said that. Let me see what else I have here. Um. Oh, okay, so because our our kids, every kid's different, obviously. Um. But not every teacher can um, meet the needs of the child. Yeah. Um, very true. Some teachers work harder because they see a kid that needs help or whatever. But for the most part, that from my experience growing up and seeing our kids in school, these parents, especially our kids' situation is different. These teachers, I meant to say, these teachers cannot meet the needs of every single child. They can't. Yep. Um, we can. With yeah, our children we can. <laughs> here. Um, also, another one is early dismissal from school. Because there are more one-on-one, you get done easier than having to teach 20 they kids. Go, this is easier. They go so fast with our school. And it's not that it's not, not like they're like just they're rushing speeding. it. Right. They're just, it's like, all right, they did it. You know, they take the quiz, whatever. They ace it. And it's like, yeah, you're you're ready to move on. Should we go back over that chapter to make sure they understand it? They just ace the quiz, no problem. Right. You know, um, let's move on. They move on. And it's like, okay, because they understand the last thing, they can move forward. And they're moving forward great. Yes, and I like the program that we chose because it, it um, what's it called? Time for Learning. Yeah, Time for Learning. I, I despise I the name. It's such a... It, such we a, use Time for Learning, but it, it's, it's, it feels like an actual school, it's like um, a material, like the material. Yes, the material is, it's definitely Not what they do in school. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the anyway. Educational material is definitely yes. what they do in school. Um, I know, like Samantha, for example, she's in eighth grade. And she's doing, I know she's doing the stuff I was learning in high school. It's crazy. Um, and I know we tend to uh, progress at a faster rate over time yeah, and that kind of do. thing. I was shocked, you know, and she was handling it just fine. It's crazy. She, she's, she's definitely smarter than I was at her age. Oh, yeah, me too. When she was my age. <laughs> um, children are, gonna, are being taught our values, which they are taught our values when they're in public school, but this is more around us and we're able to incorporate our values into our lessons. Yeah. Yes. I like that. And education as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so one of the things that I want to touch base on for a, a pro is it's kind of like a story, not too long. Samantha was in a middle school before homeschooling at your seventh grade. Mm. And they had an assembly to teach, not to teach, but to um, for to let kids know basically, hey, if there's stuff going on, you could have a counselor to talk to, basically, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Okay, good. All good things. Until Samantha came home 
and told you that she doesn't have to tell us if there's a problem at school. Mm-hmm. She can go to the counselor and not tell us anything and tell the counselor instead. Yeah. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I get what they're doing. Yes. There could be situations in home where you do not feel safe mm-hmm. and you're not living in a safe situation to yeah, tell like your parents. Abusive, an abusive, abusive family, family or whatever, you know. So, yes, go tell the counselor. But my child is not in an abusive situation. They don't, and, and, and they don't even feel like they're in an abusive situation. Right. And so my child should be able to feel comfortable enough to come to their parents for help with a problem with another person at school or anything. I should be able to provide help for my child. Yes. They're teaching our kids that no, you don't have to tell your parents. You can keep this a secret, basically, yeah. from them come to me. Now, I understand that every family is different and situations are different in homes. But in our home, it's not like that. We are a very open family. We talk to each other, and we are very try to be a close family in that way. And we want to be there for our kids. We want our kids to feel that they can trust us and come to us for help if there's a problem. The service that the school was offering okay, for the kids to go talk to, you know, a counselor and keep it a secret from the, the parents. It's a good service that can really help, you know, rescue some children who are in a bad situation. Totally fine. Yeah. Our daughter came home, totally took it the absolute wrongest way. Well, it's because like, they make them feel that way yes. because they want, and I understand. I understand where they're coming from, but it's affecting kids who don't need it. Yes. In a negative way. Samantha truly believed that she does not have to tell us if there's a problem at school with another child. Like, whoa, if there's a problem with another child, talk to me. I can help you. Yeah. I can. She could be you know, being bullied and not tell us about it. You know, <laughs> admittedly, I think our family is just a bit different, and which is why the whole homeschool thing works so well for it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for a lot of kids, they should... Again, if you're not in an abusive situation, if there's no issues going on at home, you should be able to feel comfortable enough to come to your parents if there's an issue at school. Because what happens is, let's say you're being bullied, okay? You go to a counselor, maybe you don't feel like the counselor's listening to you. Or maybe you don't feel like, maybe, maybe it's not getting solved. Well, if a parent did not know about it, okay, how can the parent help? Then you have suicide, okay? A parent goes, I didn't even know my child was depressed. Because they were taught in school they don't have to come to parents. Admittedly, I do know that when it comes to dealing with schools and that kind of thing, a counselor is not going to, always going to be able to get the job done, especially with like a bully or something like that. Because the school usually just says, there's nothing we can do unless they like physically do something. Then we can, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But until then, you know, we just got to tell them, oh, don't do that, Billy. You know, versus a parent goes in there and the school has to deal with the parent now. And that's, right. that is a huge Difference. And if the counselor is not going to communicate with the parent, what? How are we going to be able to help our own kids? Yeah. So anyway, so that was a pro is that we we don't have to deal with that. Yes. We 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 can build a closer bond, so our child children can trust us and come to us if they need anything. Yeah, they're comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. Um, another pro is to um plan vacation around your schedule. So obviously that doesn't work with me specifically with us because I work from home with the daycare thing. But families who do not have that issue, maybe they can go on vacation in February or, or, you know, September. (laughs) Um, And you can take school with you on the road. We don't want to do this, but some families, maybe they travel 
the world. They can take homeschool with them, and they can still educate while doing things. Yeah. Living the RV life. Exactly. <laughs> um, no bullying. Thank goodness. Yeah, no bullying. That like, there's none. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wonderful. <laughs> um, can um, incorporate things that they are not being taught in school. For example, like cooking. Uh, Jace is learning to program. Yep. He's learning coding. Um, coding and programming. Um, maybe we want to do STEM activities with our kids or. Video editing class. Samantha's video editing a lot, teaching her video editing. Yeah, she's just, learning that software. Yeah, so just things like that we can do. And it could be based on the child's interest. So if, I don't know if Samantha's interested in sewing, we can teach her how to sew. She can learn how to sew. If, if Samantha wants to learn a guitar, she can. If Mason wants to learn to play a piano, we can incorporate that based on their interest. School is limited based on what they offer we can pick what our child is interested in and, and do that so that's a pro for me um can be creative with extracurricular activities i think i basically just said that you can yeah. make your extracurricular activities whatever you want which is awesome yeah based on your child's interest and then guess what they will be more themselves <laughs> that was actually something i was supposed to say back with the um the bullying thing um one thing that was it's it's the i i always joke around and i say middle schoolers are the worst i was gonna say that at the same time but i missed my opportunity high schoolers are obnoxious <laughs> you know but middle schoolers are the, the worst. worst um I did uh, it. <laughs> but you know one of the one of the biggest outcomes of this also has been samantha has become more uh how do you say that herself not afraid to be you know herself um, she was not. She had that issue. Previously. Yeah, she had that issue bad. You know, she wore her social mask and she wanted people to like her and that kind of thing. So she she did what she needed to do. You know, which you know, change the way you dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, to please other people. To please other people so that you can be cool or whatever. Or, mm -hmm. Uh, constantly oh my goodness i can't I, drove me nuts asking for different like shoes that everybody else was wearing and now not because of interest in it just because yeah. you wanted to to be like it's like you don't even know what that shoe is do you no anyway but um <laughs> now she you know we go to the store whatever she buys what she wants to yes. wear which is just such a um, amazing change i'm yeah. so happy that would have never happened if she was still in public school she just she was also afraid to show what she was interested in yes you know, bullying and whatever, and you know, because middle schoolers are the worst. So, so now she wears like clothing that she's interested in. Like she has a spirited away hoodie. Yeah. Or she has. She would have been caught dead in that in no. public school. No, she has a Mickey Mouse sweater with Mickey Mouse and their friends, and she it was not cool to like those things, so yeah. she would not wear them or, or watch it or just like I said, do middle it. schoolers are the worst. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Can finish school early. And what I mean by that is by um, finishing high school and being able to start college early, um, being able to do that, yeah. um, because if they finish college, school early, they can go to college early, which means they can start their career earlier and have a more successful life. Yeah. Because they're not struggling, you know, they can start earlier and move on and be more successful at an earlier age. So, yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, gain confidence. I think we've already said that. Yeah. And be themselves. That's pretty much my pros. I don't know if there's any. There might be more pros. I can't think of it, but those are the ones I came up with. I, a lot there's a of, lot of pros. Yeah, which is the reason why we just jumped in and did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. I love it. Yeah. No, it's 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 a very good list. Okay. Um. So, cons. Shorter list, but there are cons. Yeah. Um. More expensive. 
We have to pay a monthly fee for time for learning. I have to look up child. and see. Um, because our kids were adopted, we didn't actually pay school registration fees, which can be a little bit bigger. Uh, but you can't count that, though. Like, like we're, we're talking about... Um, Yes, you're it right. is an ongoing fee. That is true. It's yeah. an ongoing fee. You have to pay for laptops and computers. Yeah, you got to pay for it yourself. Extracurricular activities. I know that some people have to still pay for it if you do soccer, or sports, and stuff like that. But it's it's a lot more expensive for homeschool kids. Yeah, everything's more expensive for homeschool kids. Yes. Um, it's it's more expensive in my opinion than being in a public school. Yeah. Um, which is more affordable. And even if yes, I know you have to. Pay, have to pay for like sports and stuff like if you're in football you have to pay for the football gear and soccer soccer gear but this is everything for homeschool i've noticed is more expensive yeah any homeschool program if you want to join a homeschool group everything's more expensive yeah um i don't know if they think every homeschool i think it's because it's like what. it's private or yeah i I, th- I think that's what it is oh if they have too much money yeah if you're homeschooling you must have too much money yeah we do not we live a little more uh, uh, more which is uh, one of my cons is that which more expensive. We live more in a minimalist style. Yeah. Not quite minimalist, but we don't. We don't. Um, I, I'd rather not. I'd re- we would rather spend time as a family together than be rich and yeah. never see each other. Yes. Yes. Which, you know, is, it's a choice, you know. Right. It's a choice. And that just works for our family. Um, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah, it and, does. It, and it's funny that I say that because school ends early. But what I mean is, is that you're constant. You're a teacher. Yeah, you're their teacher, and you're you have to be there for them the entire four hours. It's That's your a job. Lot. It's your job. And admittedly, our kids do it four hours. A lot of people do six. You can do up to eight hours a day yeah. if you really wanted to. A you lot can. of people do like the six-hour thing, which is like a public school. Right. Um. But you know. Yeah. Um. Juggling more than one kid can be challenging. We've got three. Yeah, we're juggling three. <laughs> and uh, a toddler. <laughs> and a toddler. So, yeah, so that could be hard, especially it, depending on the amount of kids you have. And it can be frustrating sometimes. But um, Not only that, but when the kids are, when you are juggling that many kids, they're all on way different grade levels. Which is my next one. Um, especially when you're on different grade levels, mm-hmm. you have to go teach Mason, who's in second grade. Jace, who's in, what grade's Jason? He's in fourth. Fourth grade, and Samantha, who's in eighth grade. Yeah. And that's that's big difference groups. And also... Yes, we, it is. Because we don't want... Okay, you know, if Samantha's eighth grade, she's learning about heavy stuff yes. that Mason in second grade should not be hearing about yet. Yeah, yeah. So you cannot have them all in the same room, or we choose not to have them all in the same room because of that. So they're yeah, each in their own room, on their own thing. which actually helps them focus more. I'm going to tell you right now, okay, working with Mason, okay, He's in he's in second grade now. It's like okay, easy sauce, whatever. He's first, second grade, no problem. You get to Jason, it's like, oh yeah, we did learn about this historical event around that time, and I haven't talked about this in thirty years. You know, not really. I'm I'm not even thirty three yet. Um, uh, you know, but it's been twenty years since I yeah. talked about this random thing. It's like all right, I I have to think a little. You know, yes. And you get to Samantha, and it's like, she's doing the stuff I was doing in college. Yeah. Or uh, when I was high doing it in high school. And it's like, okay, I vaguely remember this. And I can help you with this, but, oh, man. You have to go back and relearn something. Yeah, this too. is heavy stuff compared to, you know. Um, another um, con is just not getting a break from your kids. That's, Everyone yeah. needs a break from their kids. Yeah. Uh, and we are around our kids a lot more. 
um, and we love it, but you're not, it does lessen the time to get like a break from them. And dad, 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 dad. Oh my goodness, not stop. <laughs> dad. Not so, stop. Lack breaks from them, which is what school does for a lot of parents. Yeah, um, I keeps mean, them sane. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's supposed to be your what like six and a half hours of uh, publicly funded daycare, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you could go yeah. do a job and like be a, be a service to the uh, to the public. Um, another one is um, uh, what did I say? Like a, I'm reading this. Sorry, uh, being able to go. To, oh, okay, so. Flexibility, for example, um, it's odd them saying flexibility because flexibility is a pro and it's a con. Is lack of flexibility being able to go anywhere during the day because you have to be home with your kids for school? You can obviously, with our new schedule, we're not doing Mondays and Fridays, so we can plan okay, Mondays I'm going to go to the store for this or do you know, go get my tires, yeah, yeah, rearranged or whatever at the car shop or whatever, but it makes it harder to do random things throughout the week. Um, because of that. Yeah. I mean, that, that could, I don't even know. I mean, honestly, I think it's so flexible. Like, it's like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to do homeschool this morning or or we're not going to do it this morning. We're going to do it this afternoon. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But I still think it's depending on your schedule. A lot of people, you know, they, like they said, you know, it's like they do it in the evening, you know, because they're working a job in the morning. Also depends on what your spouse is doing. Yeah. Um, um, less social. Yes. So it's hard to find ways for the kids to be social. So that kind of ties in with one of my other cons is resources, at least in our area, yeah. resources are really hard to find and if, um, for homeschool kids. One of the biggest problems with the social thing, okay, is if you want to be social, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. Pretty penny. It's expensive. It's expensive. At that point, you're, oh you're paying a lot of money just to get the social in, and it's like, oh my goodness. Like yeah, We, do, there's, we do an art class, and we do uh, some gymnastics it's literally the art classes every other week. The gymnastics is every single week. It's just mm-hmm. once a week. You know, a homeschool a group gets together yeah. and does it. Uh, expensive stuff. It is expensive. And there's like a STEM place that does STEM activities for kids. And I'm like, oh, Jace would love that. Let's sign him up. I looked at the price and I was like, oh my gosh. Never mind. You know, there's only one of us working. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I guess I can see how some families of the one spouse is making tons of money. We are not. I'm just an in home dairy care. Yes, I'm making enough for us to live and have extra. Um, we're not poor, but I am not rich either yeah. or wealthy. I'm, 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 we're middle class, I would say. Yeah. Um, but finding resources in our area is what I said. Fortunately, you know we're yeah. we're we're middle class. Yeah, and that's, we're okay we're with fortunate. that. No, that's that's we're I'm okay very with that. Fortunate. And we we're okay with that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's hard to meet people that flow with your family because your 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 group of meeting people is much smaller. Yeah, it's so a this limited is the group, pool. Yep, this is the group you got in your area. Admittedly, and if they don't flow with your family. Yeah, yeah, if they don't, if they don't work with your family, then uh, oops. Uh, luckily, if they've all decided to do homeschool, that usually means they align with you. Uh, we didn't do homeschool for religious purposes, which is what most of them actually do, from what I'm learning rapidly. Uh, so you know, there's that. But every family's values are different. Yeah. So, um, and the last one I have is less money for the family. Yeah. So, because you're not going to a traditional job, uh-huh. you're home with 
uh, our kids, we lose one income, run one income home. Yes. So. You like are said, the breadwinner. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yes, I am. So and that's all that I can come up with and think of. I don't know if you think of any that I have not listed, but you seem tired. And uh, I, I'm a little bit tired. Um, honestly, I think you covered it pretty well. I mean, the pros, uh, honestly, obviously for us, the pros heavily outweigh the cons. Um, heavily. But there are cons, you know, to consider. Yeah. And if, you know, if right. those kind of things don't bother you too much or if it works for your family, maybe this is the best choice you can make. And, hey, I've known some parents that says that have told me, you know, I've been teaching for so many years in preschool. Yeah. And they said, I cannot be around my kids that long. Like, I will go crazy. <laughs> I need to go work. And that's that's fine. That's what work is for, too, is to get some a people, break from your kids. Yeah, some, pe- <laughs> some people use it as a break to get away from their spouse. That's another story. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're yes, right. They do. Uh, that's a sad reality. It's an unfortunate reality for a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I guess the difference is like with needing a break from your kids versus your spouses because your kids are needy and they need things constantly. So it's not really a break from your kids. Or they don't respect you. Right. But it's more so a break from your kids' age. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got my five-year-old. My I don't know. My three-year-old. I want to be around an adult. <laughs> yeah, my three-year-old sings the same song a hundred times a day. I want a break. It's not more so your kids are driving you crazy. It's what their age does that drives you crazy does that make yeah. sense because uh, you know they love their kids yeah of course um which i don't anyway so yeah that i talked most of this podcast i'm so sorry well, i felt like you, I did you, had lot, you had a lot you had a lot to, to say uh, i'm sure i'll have more for next time maybe and next you're time tired. i'll have a topic yeah well you did this was yours homeschool and i kind of <laughs> talked about I, I feel like this was your topic <laughs> pretty sure it was our topic together <laughs> The dentist was mine, but yeah. anyway. Trauma. So I knew you'd be tired by the end of the podcast. I said that. I can't, I don't know if I could like sit. I can't sit this long at this late of an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, yeah. I just fall apart. Um, okay, so I forgot to get an affirmation quote today. Oops. Because I've been, we, I, it's so funny. We've had the day off, but I've been I, so, I got so you busy. an affirmation quote. You've got one? Be good to yourself. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's very simple. Be good to you. Yeah, like, you know, take care of yourself. Oh, you know, be I good like to that. you. I like that. Thank you for that one. You're welcome. We encourage you, give yourself the break you deserve and do something that makes you happy. Spoil yourself a little. You work hard and are doing the best you can. So, give yourself a life break. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.